0: Go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. We're not intimidated by thugs. Mugs, pugs, thugs, litwits, halfwits, dimwits. Thug means never having to say you're sorry. Any thug can kill. I want you to take your ego out of the equation. Life Bud White is a valuable officer White's a mindless thug
1: Oh, hell yeah, they got robbers, thugs, drug dealers, right, you name it You
0: think you got any thug in you?
2: There's there's nothing like a day of not doing anything but watching a bunch of the movies you've been to watch over.
1: Oh God, please let the, that happen. The longest and amount so of time. Still saying Floyd. Yeah,
2: yeah. That was it was a nice way to spend a Saturday. You know, we wa- let's see, we watched the Heat. We watched. Uh, I just watched Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, Lego Movie, Need for Speed. Has to be
1: at least
3: oh
2: the internship. Just a bunch of crap that I was like, what the hell.
1: I finished Game of Thrones. <laughs> Ow. I knew yeah, going in, but I, I liked the way it happened.
2: Yeah, well, the the problem that I have now is that we are in this place where if you want to be on the internet or are around somebody who's on the internet all the time, watch it the day it comes out, or fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. I, and that's that just bugs me. I actually was talking about it with the... Uh, um, One of the guys from the old The Amp, the Adams Movie podcast, where it was, um, at what point is it a dick move? And I was like, okay, if it is a movie that that isn't out on video yet, then don't. Then, yes, you're an asshole if you spoil it. If it is the current season of a TV show, then you're a bit of an asshole. If it is within a week of the episode airing, you are 100% in the wrong and don't have the right to complain. Right. Like this guy that I work with who spoiled the ending of Gravity to tell a really awful fucking joke. It was just a bad, like a really stupid joke. And I was like, fuck with Oh, well, come on. You knew how it ended. No, I didn't. (laughs) Oh, come on. Whatever. I was like, no, fuck you. It's in the theater. Uh, Oh, but come on. You knew how it was going to end. Do you, okay. Name one other movie directed by Alfonso Curion. Go ahead, name one fuck, oh, you can't? Then shut the fuck up. Don't tell me what I do, do and don't know. Yeah. What I can tell you with my knowledge of his movies, you don't fucking know yeah. how it's going to end. He's, he's not that predictable cookie cutter with shit. It could have ended any number of fucking ways. Yes. And it's just that, a- another thing. Steven
1: Spielberg didn't direct this.
2: Exactly, yeah. If you spoil it and someone calls you, you- if it is something, like I said, the movie was still in the theater. You're, uh, you're an asshole. Yeah. You are in the wrong. You you should not have done that. The only time
1: that. that's allow- uh, allowable is if somebody says, are you going to see it?
2: Mm-hmm. Say no. Yeah.
1: And then you can spoil it. Right. Because who cares?
2: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was one that got me just the number of people who had to be the, oh, I know this, oh, I'm going to... Or the you know the people
1: fall down a research hole with Game of Thrones. Well, I do that with anything almost. Right. But I'll start looking up one thing. What's that? What's the What's Mm. the history behind that? What's the origin behind it? Blah 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 blah. Click on one thing. Click on another thing. Click on oh, Mm -hmm. oh. So that happens. See, with
2: Game of Thrones, I'm just actively I actively avoid looking at anything just because I'm like. Uh but to me that's you Hello. did that to yourself. Yeah, I did. I, that's fine. not fucking I'm not mad at anybody. Front page of Buzzfeed. No. 25 reasons that it's shocking that this ha- like
1: I'll tell you one good reason uh for that to happen. Uh-huh. That was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thank you Peter Baelish. That's yeah? all I'm going to say. Oh, dude. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about the least trustworthy fucking person in all like He's complicated. He's a goddamn master. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta say, I'm glad to see that Sansa finally figured out that. Oh, okay, got it. I think I know. Uh, I, I've got it from here on out. Yes. Um, Arya shit's gonna be interesting. Oh yeah. man, is Arya shit gonna be? That was a hell of a final episode too. Oh, incredible. that was just some raucous bullshit going down. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Um, oh, man. And evidently, Martin is not going to write an episode next season because he's going to be focusing on some book that um, he's working yes. on. Well, yeah. Um, oddly, not the Game of Thrones
1: book. No, I'm then, just no, no, I'm That'd just, be just, weird. No, no okay, well, it's, it's his cookbook. Yeah, but yes. It's all about pigeon pies, pigeon pies and eel and, pies yeah. and pigeon and eel pie and mm-hmm. pigeon and something else pie. Salted fish pie. Yeah. It's all it is. It's all you need. Whatever you're thinking of, add pie. But Yeah. Well, what's weird,
2: looking at it, is this? Okay, dude, this is your fucking legacy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: As a as a fantasy writer, to have anything like this at all that could be looked at as, no, the world wants fucking get on the stick, dude. Because no, here's the thing, George: nobody on this planet gives a fuck about anything else. You're right. At this moment, nobody fucking cares, and they never will. Yeah, they I never mean, will. Maybe, at some point, they might. Not like this. but not Oh, no, not like this. I mean, once Game of Thrones thing dies down and there's like, oh, nerds, hardcore into it. But we're nearing a point where the network's going to be able to fuck up your books.
1: The best thing about something like this, uh, subject matter like Game of Thrones or Song of Fire and Ice for you Mm. purists out there, to find a home on HBO is... The amount of articles that say these would make a great episode, a th- great series too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, this maybe, this maybe. is lightning in a fucking bottle. Maybe, 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 yeah. maybe. I'm not saying any of these stories are bad. They're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the ones I've read on certain articles that we right. mentioned. Uh, mm,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I could maybe. No. Uh, no. Yeah. Some others. No. I don't think we need to do the entire catalog of Dragonlance. Oh. Yeah, uh, I right. or Elric, uh even though I'd like it. Well, um, they're, they're
2: going to the problem is the networks are once again going to fuck up what people like about it. And although all the violence and the titties are great, that's not why people watch it.
1: No. For yeah. all the um all the titties and yeah. whatever Right and, and dragons titties, and yeah, all of that shit. Uh-huh. The setting, all of it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter unless there is a good story to tell. Yeah. yeah. So, I, and I, older people get that. I think a twelve-year-old me would be more like, well, or whatever. Fourteen-year-old, well, where's more of this? Where's more yeah. of that? Where's more of the the decoration and not the yes. actual substance? Yes. Uh-huh. So th- those are the. This is the. The thing about these particular books, it set them apart from so much of the sword and sorcery writ large mm-hmm. genre. It deals so much more with the complicated parlor intrigue and yeah. politics of what's going on and complicated characters doing complicated things. Yeah,
2: because the fucking politics, holy shit, the yeah, politics that's where it's that's going on. Oh my God. Because yeah. that's the shit where all this great stuff and it's undone because somebody promised some land to this person, and now everything that's happened in this yeah. story... I mean, would you have imagined when it started out that it's like, oh, in a couple of books, the Starks aren't even going to be a concern? That's the other thing. Like,
1: like, authors of this particular genre, in general, tend to hold, you know, tend to character build, yeah. usually around one. I mean, it's classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Howard style writing from Conan, arguably one of the best ever. Right. For this he fucking in- basically invented the genre. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, Conan. Conan's not gonna die. It's Conan. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. That's it. Always gonna be there. Eric. Elric's always gonna be there. Yeah. Uh, whoever, pick your pick your character. Mm-hmm. Bilbo's always gonna be there. Right. Whatever. Um but he's no, like, no, no. Conan and his family, they're gone.
2: Yeah.
1: So now but then you have to start from the beginning yeah. and build interest in another character it's even harder to do with the series oh yeah uh-huh. because the, your attention span that uh, a lot of these hbo and showtime series they'll have for me anyway they'll have the main storyline mm-hmm. maybe one uh subplot that's interesting and then it'll tether off to like two or three the others that i could give a shit
2: oh yeah that I mean, is
1: not yeah. the case yeah. Game of Thrones. Yes. Not one subplot am I, I don't care.
2: Well, like I remember talking to you about watching Dexter, you like fast forward through everything that is not Dexter on screen and it's, I'm interested.
1: That's right. It's not that it's all awful. Some of it, yeah. especially early on, was very integral to the, yeah. to the story. Yes, but well, as soon as that started to split apart, mm-hmm. man, oh man, it's yeah. the Californication problem we've discussed yes. so many times. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't give a shit. I don't care about what his agent is doing because it has no relevance yeah. to this story that it's never going to be resolved. Not mm-hmm. that I was looking for it. Right.
2: But let's keep mining that. Yeah. The finale was interesting. No, so, I've seen it. Oh, it's now gone forever. Oh well, whatever. You know, so many things that's happening with. But it, it's it, you're right. There is it is hard to do that to get you to care about all, all of, of them all the way it's like through. Like Breaking
1: Bad, I cared about all of it. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, because you never knew who was going to pop up and be vitally important right. later. I forget where it was. I was reading, but somebody was talking about. Uh, um. One of the writers, I, I don't know who it was that was saying it, but like all of these people who are like, yeah, Jesse rides off and he finds Brock. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he does. Because the way I look at it, you know what my big question was with Jesse at the end? He has absolutely nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Literally nothing. So now what? That's always been, that was more my question. And th- that is a very cryptic, cryptic spoiler but not really. At this point, again, we are a year off of the final episode. I think dropping okay. something that cryptic is okay. It's okay. Yeah, especially on a show like this. We'll do a big Breaking Bad show with Phil before too long. I think after the Emmys, when it is when finally laid to rest. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you read the shit online about the uh, the the fan theory about Jon Snow in Game of Thrones? No. Okay. Because basically, what it is, and we're there's a lot of those, but this one's really interesting. John uh, Ned Stark having a bastard does not fit John Stark because they talk Ned Stark. I mean Ned Stark. I mean Ned Stark having a bastard doesn't fit Ned Stark the way he's described in either the books or he's shown in the show. He is always talking about he's the guy who kept his oath. He's Mm -hmm. the man who was always true. And there was this thought like, well, he went, found his, you know, his sister was kidnapped by the Targaryen mm. uh, before she married, Ra, blah, 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 all this. And there was some question of this promise that he's kept to her, even after he found her bloody and dead and mm. all this, he kept this promise. And the statement, and the thing is, what if Jon Snow is his sister's child by the Targaryen?
1: Oh yeah, probably.
2: Which would perfectly make sense for for Ned, but also Jon Snow being a Targaryen would then make him very central to the Song of Ice and Fire. Fire. So it would literally give him claim over Daenerys
1: mm-hmm. for the throne. So and eventually come down to those two.
2: Yeah. Oh, that would be dope. And then that would be for real the Song of Fire and Ice yeah. for those. Yeah. It's going to be fascinating wherever. The best it goes. part
1: of. That show and the books and everything, for me, is no matter all the stuff that's going on in the kingdoms, like What's-Her-Face, Melisandre says, doesn't really matter because the real threat's all all the while (laughs) that you're dealing with all the serious heartbreak and shit and and death and Mm -hmm. betrayal and all what have you. right? All the while, if you just drew a map and pointed a big white arrow towards... Where you all are, that's where it's coming. Uh huh. Yeah. Ever so slowly. Hmm. We're all this is so important, but you're all going to get wiped out.
2: Yep. Well, who knows? Something. We're, who fucking knows where it goes? Worse from here. than wiped
1: out. I'd say. Yeah.
2: It's so odd because they're they're only up through the fourth book right now mm-hmm. in the TV show. Next season is going to be half of the fourth book because a lot of evidently a lot of that book took place in Dorne. So there's going to be stuff happening there which means we yeah, got... Yeah, because they
1: sp- filmed a bunch of it in Spain.
2: Yeah, yeah. We've got a total of five books written. It means that Martin has at most three years to get the next book out. And then, so we are talking from now, him having maybe six years to finish these books if he wants to maintain control over the narrative as it hits television. Because what'll happen, Ooh. the TV, the HBO will exercise so many rights that they have to it and just put out shit. They, they will put out versions where it's like, okay, yeah, this is where it ends, but well, no, we don't really need this and this. And they can monkey with how <laughs> yeah. you get there a million different ways. Yeah. And so Martin needs to get on the fucking stick and get these fucking things done because otherwise
1: you're going to end up with a mess. A lot of moving parts that just be explode all at once at your face. Yeah. Yeah. Because, man, yeah. only he can keep all that straight in this particular world. So
2: It's a very difficult... I mean, it's so layered. It's one of those Tolkien-esque things where it's like, you gotta have one guy who knows where every plate <laughs> spins.
1: Yeah, that's right. And if you don't, then... This pfft, is not something that can be done by, by committee. No, uh-uh, no. no.
2: And that's where it might end up. Maybe. And if Martin, and this is more just because of his age, Martin's around what sixty? He's in his late sixties. Mm. And I'm not the only one who's a big factor, but he is a, 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 more than more than a couple uh, eel pies. Yeah, he's he's a little older, and yeah, your threat, dude, your your health is, you know, I, I'm
1: sh- I'm pretty sure, not pretty sure, I'm fucking positive that that is a major concern. Uh, yeah, with HBO Legal. I, yeah, yeah. So so. They, which is but, why they
2: probably right out of the shoot said, "We're going to own the story rights, and you're going to tell us how this ends." Right.
1: So well, then, if if that happens, unfortunately, then you know we'll get you, you can finally get your wheel of time series, people.
2: Mm-hmm. And then won't you be oh, happy? Oh,
1: goody, goody, goody. Oh God! This sword has a heron on it.
2: Oh, you gotta love it. You gotta love it, man. So
1: anyway, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We both seen this. <sighs> So good, man. It was so damn very good. fun. Well played, Marvel.
2: Yeah, and it was like you were saying before. This is one where they can't have any of that seriousness when creeping in. There on
1: were it. three or four moments, maybe a handful of moments, mm-hmm. in watching that movie for the first time where things were a little serious and ever so slightly from the corners the the illusion started to dissolve. And all I was seeing was Masses, the Universe, the movie. Right. I, oh, oh, oh goodness dear no! God, this is not going. And then boom! Right, yeah, back. I mean, right but, back into but it. It was right. Did you? Very, did you very
2: catch the moment in one of the screens where they showed what appeared to be Galactus? Yes. Yeah, and I was like, "Is that? That's the suit. That's the staff. That's the that's. Hmm. That's Galactus. I guess like, it's know, possible. It's Possible." <laughs> But who knows? Who knows? Oh, man, but, uh, that was very good. I mean, what it, a good time! Yeah, it, it was that. It set out to be a certain thing and succeeded in being that.
1: It stuck with it.
2: Yeah, it was. It was meant to be a funny movie with a little bit of heart, and yeah, it was yeah. a funny movie with a little bit of heart. That's so, it. I was surprised by a lot of things, like how good Batista was in it. Yes, I had no expectations, but he no. Know. But hey, way to go, Dave! Nothing goes over my head. My I reflexes are too it. fast that I, I would catch it. it. I was this, thinking of something else. This green whore. <laughs> fucking yes, of course you would, yes. Way to so, go, Dave. Really an outstanding movie. It was directed by uh, James Gunn, mm. uh, who I'm glad to see him moving up in the world. Yeah, And it's Chris Pratt's life is
1: forever yep. changed now. <laughs> Welcome to stardom. Yeah, he,
2: well he's one of those between being a voice in the Lego movie and doing this, it's that like, uh, th- there was a list where it was, you know, the biggest box office stars in the U.S. this year. And Chris O'Dowd was one of them because he was in Wedding Crashers. And it's like, well, he's wow. the male lead in med- Wedding Crashers. Uh, not Wedding Crashers, uh, Bridesmaids. Sorry, oh, Bridesmaids. Gotcha. So he was the male lead in Bridesmaids. So that technically makes him the biggest mailbox, one of the biggest box office stars this year. So Pratt's in a, a good place. Uh, I have not seen... It's weird. Everything I'm seeing online now about the other big one that just came out, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's so difficult to figure out what people think of it. Um, Everyone that I know who was like a big fanboy of the Ninja Turtles... Is saying they liked it, but in a very couched in a very qualified language. I see. Uh, so much better than I thought it would be.
1: <laughs> that's not good.
2: Yeah, that's not a compliment. That's that's. Uh, I could eat it. Yeah, I was I was able to to hold all of the food down. Yes. It's not it, a it's, raining endorsement. It the, it's the Bud Light
1: Matrix. Yes, exactly. Yes, it, you, it has a lot of drinkability.
2: Yes, it does, yeah. You can survive this. But <laughs> I also was one of those... You and I are in that age where we were born in just a weird place for the Ninja Turtles.
1: Uh, we, it was past my time. I was aware of them. Yeah. I was aware of the cartoon and... Uh-huh being old enough to watch a cartoon of it and yeah. just like, like yeah, eh, this doesn't work No, for me. and I was already on the way out.
2: Well, and it was out. weird because I was hearing about like, oh, well, there's the this version and there's the that version. And I was more interested in like the original Japanese where it was just some go fucking cold, cold straight up murder this bitch. Oh, okay. Because you know, that, that's what it was. It was, straight, it was straight go fucking murder this bitch. Take him out. That, that was what the, or, the original comic was more nice. about. It was some violent shit. But yeah, the it just was the wrong time for me because it was, yeah, know. you know, going into high school and so you were still a little like, you know, if you'd come home from high school and watch DuckTales, you'd be like, well, I don't want
3: to. <laughs> this yeah. is where I start switching I've over to I've seen this comedies. episode
1: of G.I. Joe a few times. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not a lot a few times. mm mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yes. I, I just, it, it, it missed me. Yeah, it
2: was hitting about the time that Comedy Central hit and I would like... You know, I would come home from school and watch John Stewart on Short Attention Span Theater, where it was just like like two to three minute clips of stand up. Right. I I loved that. That was my that was my
1: shit for a while. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, nothing there yeah. for me. But whatever. Yeah. I, I, would, I have the it gives me the ability to look from the outside. Yeah. I yeah. Go, oh, I act like that, huh? Uh
2: uh-huh. huh. Hmm. Wow. That's not good. Huh. That's not good at all. Oh man. So. This week, we decided we were going to go with the uh, – we, we, we've talked about so many people that were important from our childhood until you pointed out to me that we hadn't done the Zucker Brothers. Yeah. I thought that we had. And then you put – oh, goodness, no, we haven't. It's uh, a, undiscovered country. What on earth? What
1: are we doing?
2: So – and if you really look at it, for a lot of their shit, they were definitive of a certain part of our childhood. So – uh Let's talk about the Zucker Brothers. They started yes. out with their, uh, I don't remember exactly what what the name of the group that they started out with, but it was uh, uh, just a sort of a stand-up comedy, not a stand-up, a, the Kentucky Fried Theater. Actually, I knew oh, right. that it was Kentucky Fried something, so I wanted to make sure I got the wording right. They started out with the Kentucky Fried Theater, which just did weird sketch stuff, right. and of course culminated in- The Kentucky Fried Kentucky movie. Kentucky Fried movie. First time I saw that was in Refurio. Oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Absolutely.
2: We hunted that shit down. Are you a...
1: aware of the state penal code? God damn. You... <laughs> Big
0: Jim Slade.
2: That, oh, God. It's one of the few of that. Because that was around that time, there were folks that were trying to do, you know, groove tube and shit yeah, like that. Where it's just, oh, we're just going to put some weird counterculture shit in a movie. And. This is the rare one of those that actually delivers, you know? Oh, absolutely. You look into shit like National Lampoon's Up the Academy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I can't bring myself to even try and find it because I've watched, like, five or six clips on on Cracked and on YouTube, and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> oh, my God, this is terrible. You are <laughs> you are trying to be so edgy.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, and that there's nothing fucking worse than somebody who's just trying to sh- I'm just... I don't mean to blow your mind, but have yes. you seen how what how awesome what I'm into is? What? You know, yeah, that yeah. just... No thanks. Yeah, no one has time for your bullshit. Um, but Kentucky Fried Movie was just smart and stupid at the same time. <laughs> uh, the Extreme Sports Guy it was oh, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Um, Catholic High School Girls in Trouble. Uh, what was the name of the... Uh, was it A Fistful of Yen? Was I believe that, so. that was the the take-up. Just brilliant little touches that they threw in throughout those. It was just fucking brilliant, man. And it was this sort of wacky sophomoric stuff, which as I grew older, I began to realize that there's a big difference between Zucker Brothers and the Zucker Abrams yes. movies. I didn't think it would be that big at first until I really started looking into it, and I was like, oh, okay, I kind of... I, I, there is one of these that I prefer. Okay. There's one thing. And I prefer the Zucker to the Zucker Abrams.
1: I see. All I have is the um, Zucker Brothers. What did the Zucker Abrams Zuckers do?
2: Well, Z- okay, let me run you through the Zucker Abrams Zucker. It was all of them. Let's see here. Oh, um think... Wait a minute. Uh, they have directed... Oh, the films they have directed. So, okay. Um, Abrams was in on... Uh, let's see, big business, hot shot. Oh, God, this just has a very bad setup on it. The, the, never mind, this isn't giving me the information that I was looking for. Abrams was more along the lines of the shit, like, you know, his stuff on his own was hot shots, hot shots part due. Okay, yeah. Um, things like that. Loaded weapon. Yeah, he, he wasn't involved directly in those, but his was a little more that style. He seemed to have a little bit wackier sensibility with what he did. Okay. Um but I think we'll just roll through these and see what the involvement of if, where Abrams fell on these. Because, yeah, Abrams was a writer on Kentucky Fried Movie. I might have to take back what I just said. He was a writer on Airplane. Yep, he was a writer... Yep, yeah, so... Yeah. Never mind. I was looking at lists. I, the reason I said what I did is because there was a list here where it was like, wait, holy shit, these are the ones that he wasn't involved in? Oh, fuck yeah, there's so much better without him. But no, <laughs> that ended up being incorrect.
1: What a lie.
2: But the real... The one that from their stuff that really caught the attention was, we've talked about it before, but Airplane. Yes. And going back to, you know, I was five. Ooh. Whoa. Thunder. Yes, we are. That is, that is some long thunder. Yes, well. It's coming through the headphones too, so, I don't think it's ever going to stop. Um <laughs> Airplane, Came out when we were five, mm-hmm. and was one of the first movies that when you know we got cable and that fucking cable box. You remember the oh, the, God, the, yes. the wooden back yes. when all computers had to have all, all electronics paneling. had to have wood paneling on. Yes, them. yes. Uh, and those little flip those little flip down buttons. Yes. And if you were fancy, you had the little switch on the side that would take you so that you would have twenty four channels instead of eight channels.
1: Wow, we had every. I wish I could kept those boxes and just have like on a on a sh- 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 shelf somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Wood paneling, mm-hmm. just like that Pong. Oh yeah. Console and and the uh, Atari console. Oh yeah, the
2: twenty six hundred had wood all up in it.
1: Um, <laughs> I should go back to that. Oh hell yeah! I want wood paneling on my uh, my next expensive gaming. Yeah. Whatever they call it these days, because I, I don't have. One I love Everything
2: is now having to get sleeker and.
1: I don't want it sleeker. Right, yeah. I want it bigger and wooden. Yeah,
2: big wooden, bulky. The stereo that you would have—that was a piece of fucking furniture. Oh yeah. Oh man, and we're getting there with computers. I mean, hell, the new apples are just a monitor. Which fuck, we're we're getting there. If it was a wood-paneled monitor, all over it. Um, Joey, did ever
0: hang around a gymnasium?
2: <laughs> now this one went with the cable. Was the first movie that hit cable that I remember, like, this and Caddyshack, that I remember trying to watch every chance I got.
1: I think I did. I think I watched every showing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Of both. It was difficult not to. And it was one that you always felt like you were getting away with something on each of them because oh, there yes. was boobs in both of them, but done in such a way <laughs> See, bro,
0: to get that booty ankle. leg it down <a laughs> and smack them, a- whack Got to shit. Got to
1: be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Everything that I find funny now mm-hmm. is still funny and informed by Airplane. Oh, God,
2: yeah. Oh, Almost God, yeah. all of it. Uh-huh. That,
1: Mel Brooks, mm-hmm. the, uh, Monty Python.
2: See, for me, Monty Python I came on a, so much later. That was later, that,
1: but, that, but I mean, just that, in general.
2: Yeah, it, it was like the finishing school for yes. all of that. Yeah,
1: but before, it was all, all this. Yeah. And God bless that guy.
0: Me, John McBree. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, God. Whoever of, you are, but yeah. you are an official uh, patron saint of this show. Oh, God, yes. If not, at least my humor.
2: And actually, that now that you're bringing it up, and I've actually got a computer in front of me, let's see where Johnny gets listed in here. Because uh, it's... Uh, no, that's Joey. Where is... Uh, Do you like
1: an... movies
0: about gladiators?
2: That was That was one that didn't make sense to me when I was a kid, as... <laughs> Fucking well, it should not
1: have. Um, wait a minute, huh? Yeah, I was using this joke before I even knew what the hell it meant.
0: Joey, have you ever been in a, in a Turkish prison?
1: Good.
2: So, Steven Stucker. Um, let's see what... Oh, my God. He has not been in anything since... Okay. Kentucky Fried Movie, Airplane, Mork and Mindy, Jimmy the Kid, Airplane 2, Trading Places, Bad Manners, Hot Resort, Wizard of Speed and Time... And then he died of aids related oh. complications in 1986. So yeah, eh, hadn't done much. He was so good. He was so fucking funny. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in that. I don't know that one, but man, oh. well, and the fact that they they had certain people that they would use in everything, but like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, just put him in it. Just just put him in it when he pulls that fucking kid across his lap. I get the, the exact wording. <laughs> hold that because his. The exact thing that he snaps on and what leads him to it is so fucking great. And
0: Leon's getting larger. Oh,
2: man. Uh, I'm just going to pull up the quote for it here. I kind of do like having a computer that I can go to when I want to. (laughs) Although, here's what I hate. IMDB, every, like, two or three years, will just be like... Mm, no we're, we're just going to redesign where everything is on so. the page. So quotes aren't on the side they're just at the bottom bottom. Okay, okay. some of the some of the lines they're just brilliant. Nervous? Yes. They they're on the pl- they're on the uh, airplane about to take off. Nervous? Yes. First time? No, I've been nervous lots of times. <laughs> um let's see where is can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, I'm
1: but don't call me Shirley.
2: Uh, where is Rumac, Rumac, Captain Over? <laughs> Have you ever been, been in a cockpit before? No, I've never seen a plane for You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> wow. Um, let me see here.
1: Cream? No, thank
0: you. I take it back. Like my man.
2: Oh, man. Oh, God. Just the, the number of jokes that...
0: Oh, shit
2: would not be able to to be pulled off no. today? God, no. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, okay, here we go. Wait a minute, I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You played basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. No, I'm, I'm sorry, son. You must have me confused with someone else. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. You are, Kareem. I've seen you play. My dad's got season tickets. I think you should go back to your seat now. Right, Clarence? No, nah, he's not bothering anyone. Let him stay here. But just remember, my name is Roger Murdoch. I'm an airline pilot. I think you're the greatest. My dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. And he says that lots of times you don't even run down court. And they don't really try except during the playoffs. The hell I don't. Listen, kid. I've been hearing that crap since I was at UCLA. I've been there busting my buns every night. You tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier up and down the court for 48 minutes.
1: <laughs> I just got a point.
2: <laughs> that momentary snap of shut the fuck up. Shut up. How, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? But no, and that was shit. That even at the time, I didn't understand why no. it was funny. But it's funny because back then, because it's based off those disaster movies, where it's like, no, we have to have a famous athlete. <laughs> yes, we have to have a famous athlete yes. working in most cases a very menial job. It's the the beautiful racism of the of the of the sixties and seventies, where it's like <laughs> we're gonna have. O.J. Simpson in this because yeah. he was in everything, and he's going to play a janitor. <laughs> yeah. At least in this one, it's like, pilot. Co-pilot. Co-pilot. No, no it's not go crazier. Co-pilot. <laughs> so, yeah. The, uh... That...
0: Oh, it's a big, pretty white plane <laughs> with red stripes curtains in the window and wheels and it looks like a big Tylenol. <laughs>
2: Oh, man, he was so, oh, good. so good. He was so fucking funny. One like John...
0: Me, John, victory!
1: <laughs>
2: I laughed
1: like a fucking idiot. He
2: was in there for, for days. You know, I believe that character was in there either for the kids, that they knew we were going to be seeing it, or the stoners, or both. Or, yeah. Because he is just this force of fucking chaos for no apparent reason in the middle of that shit. And
3: he's so <laughs> fucking this.
1: funny. I can make it... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> First the earth cooled, then dinosaurs came. You know, big fat and died. Oh my god.
2: And, the, and then the Arabs came and they all bought Mercedes-Benzes. Benzes.
1: <sighs> it's one of those Sail at pennies.
2: <laughs> I I haven't seen it since it was new. But I also remember when I was a well, no, I, I watched it back when I was in middle, going into high school. I went back and watched Airplane Two, the sequel. Like, oh, yes. I don't know, how good is this going to be? And they got a little ways into it, it, was like, that was one of the first inclinations I had in my life that it's like, wait a moment. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. movies are bad.
1: Sometimes, Dad. Dad is better. <laughs> yes, Dad. Yes.
2: <clears throat> But now, Airplane fucking nails it. It, Absolutely. Was, it was dead on. And here's what I love. The first two movies Looking that nobody were...
1: gets over Macho Grande.
2: <laughs> when uh, Jerry Zucker's first two directed films, mm-hmm. both have exclamation points.
1: Hey, look at that. And the
2: second one is Top Secret. Oh, oh God. That is one that... You won't...
0: I've tried everything. <laughs> the embassy, the German government, consulate. I even talked to the UN ambassador. It's no use. I just can't bring my wife to orgasm. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Top Secret is uh, a desert island picture for it, me. It, it, really? Her. Oh, yes. Her. Nice. I watch this over and over. And I, as I've said before, I have a DVD that has Airplane and Top Secret on the oh, same disc. Oh, God,
2: yeah. That, most assuredly, sir, is a that, yes. <laughs> I had
1: a roommate, God rest his soul, that whenever he was so empathic about when I was in a foul mood. He would just put on Top Secret.
3: Aw. Hey, there you go,
1: buddy. That's good people. That's good oh, people right God, there. I saw that just randomly on cable. Uh-huh. And I, I think a, in another dimension, a little me is still laughing. <laughs> See, Everything was fucking hilarious. Thing I didn't understand, there are jokes there that are just oh. way beyond... Klaus is a moron who believes everything he reads in the New York Post. Oh, ha ha ha! ha. The fuck do I know about the New yeah. York Post when I'm eight?
2: Preteen maternity. Yes. Didn't get that that was a joke today. It's just yeah, a yes. thing that would be in a yeah. store. Mm, yeah. Uh, that couldn't can't bring my wife to orgasm. I was laughing my ass off at the with the big dog poop, <laughs> yes. uh, and uh, d- dog. <laughs> putting the the high C into the. Yes. In, into the crushed car that contained Omar Sharif. <laughs> um, there was so many surface... This is not the Howard Johnsons. <laughs> so many surface things that I like. When they're on top of the building, look down, you see the rats, the mice running Everything. through the maze of I mean, it. Like, oh, my God. They latched in to what, was, what really worked.
0: <laughs> that fucking horse. <laughs> Yuck, yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. It's been a hard day's night, and and I I've been like like
1: a dog. My mother just sat up because she knows that that annoyance is back. <laughs> I sang it for a month, and I'd make sure that when I'd sing the first part, I was coming into the room, and when uh-huh. she told me to shut up and leave the room, I'd sing the last part so that it had the fading effect. Yeah, <laughs> Charlie. It's been a hot day's night,
0: night, and I've been working like a dog.
1: Oh my God, for a
2: month. Yeah, and it's one where part of me almost felt like I was watching something I shouldn't be. That yes. Was, oh
3: God.
1: You know, and my name is Hillary. It means she, she whose bos- bosom defy gravity.
2: Now, do you remember when you hit the age where you understood that the guy in the the the, the, the cow costume guy wasn't walking like that because his back was hurt? Yes. And when you're suddenly like, oh, it's...
1: Oh. 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 Oh, my. Oh, shit. <laughs> Where are you uh. going? Why is in such a bloody rush? <laughs> 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 uh, wait, wait a moment. <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> and still, to this day... I don't know why it was funny then, I, I kind of know why it's funny now, but when the commandant tells him to make sure they leave no marks, and the guy says,
3: Ich liebe
0: Schatz.
1: I love you, my sweetheart. I knew that later, I figured out what that was, it was still funny, but I'll say that to myself in the car, mm-hmm. by myself, just driving around. Ich liebe dich, mein Schatz. Shit. It...
2: It's weird because it is this combination of really bizarre, like when he's army crawling and comes up to the boots and looks and there's no Nothing feet in, them.
1: in him, uh, when to... he knocks the one guy off the side and he shatters, y-
2: yeah, yeah, or the tic-tac-toe in the windows. But then you have, like, really thought-out gags, like, cutting around to the fireplace, even when they're they're parachuting, and they start making out, and it cuts over to the fireplace. <laughs> like, okay, I get that. The undersea cowboy
1: fight. That whole backward scene with Peter Cushing.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That kind of, I don't give a fuck how wacky you are uh-huh. these days. Those mm. people are not going to put that kind of time and effort No, into good it. Lord, no. For the, the, that simple gag, everything's just backwards. Yeah. Was well, it backwards with boobs? No, it's just backwards. Yeah. Is it backwards with shit? No, it's no. just backwards.
3: There's no
2: pooping. No, nothing like that. No. It's just funny. The randomness of it. And yeah. there's, what I love is how there's, <laughs> their style of making movies is make a joke make rules and then disregard all of them where it's like, don't ever have a joke on top of another joke. And then they have a fucking joke on top of another oh, joke. Yeah. They do that constantly where they just stack shit all over the layer place.
1: cake of gags.
2: It really just beautifully done. And it, it, uh, it comes from that era where people could get smaller budgets to make movies that were still real movies and the studios would let them kind of do their thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm.
2: Especially, airplane became such a touchstone that it was like,
0: "Fuck yeah, I want to
2: watch this all the time."
3: I can watch so, it right now.
2: Yeah, no yeah. problem. None, none whatsoever. Either of these, I'd be down with. Oh, it's
1: so fucking funny.
2: Then they stepped away to a movie that I. It was, you know, how there are those movies when you're a kid that you that you desperately wanted to see, and it ended up taking you so much fucking longer than it should have. Like, yeah, there were movies that come out like, oh, I'd like to see that. And then, like, you've seen it three times in the next month. And then there's (laughs) those movies, oh, God, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. I can't wait to see it. And you just somehow don't get the opportunity for three months. Yeah. That was Ruthless People for me. Yes. I wanted to see that movie so goddamn bad. Now, here's what's interesting. They actually um, got... The movie got sued by Elmore Leonard because he wrote a book called The Switch, I believe it was. Yeah, I think it's The Switch that is essentially the same fucking story. Okay. Which, in fairness, is also O. Henry's Ransom of Red Chief. Okay. For those who are unfamiliar with it, uh, oh, I, I thought know. I was hearing some like <laughs> bass or something. I'm like, good Lord, that's not legal up here. Um, a, a wealthy guy's Wife gets kidnapped and held for ransom. She is such a pain in the ass, and he's trying to get rid of her. He's like, fuck it. I dare you to kill her. I'm not paying. (laughs) Just ignore it. You know, fuck you. I'm not paying. And granted, there are more layers happening with it, but that's the basics of it. And in the switch, that was the the main storyline. Ransom of Red Chief is a little kid gets kidnapped from the town, and he ends up being such a massive—he was like this Dennis the Menace holy terror— and right. once uh, once the, the parents were like, no, we're not going to pay that much for him. No, we're not. We're Hit good. a point where the kidnappers paid them to take him back. There you go. So hilarity. Um, but yeah, th- it, it, it was an interesting story well told. It had fucking Judge Reinhold in it. <laughs> it had, I believe, was that Rosanna Arquette Marana. in it? Uh, let me see. Uh, we've got... But Mid- oh, it was Helen Slater. Oh. Mm-hmm. Helen Slater. I was uh I, I am a bit all right with Miss Helen Slater. Mm-hmm. She, oh, man.
1: It's between Supergirl and Secret of My Success. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man.
2: Yeah, she had it going on. But this, you know, we had Bill Pullman, uh, Judge Reinhold, Bette Midler, Danny DeVito. It, it really was one of those that just, Everything you heard about it made it sound so great. Part of it was that came out the summer that we did our big trip through the U.S., and part of that was, like, stopping in New York for, Mm. like, two days. You have, when you're in a town like that, you understand what a movie being advertised is. When you're in Los Angeles, like Kevin Smith talking about cop-out, where it's like, you know, one day we drove down the street, there was nothing. The next day, the entire thing was just covered in cop-out stuff all over the place. Like, wow. weird. Damn, but just to have that kind of money, oh yeah, we're just gonna paper everything in this city. I remember finally seeing it, loving it, thinking it was fantastic. Um, this was back in the day when like procedurals didn't really exist that much in movies. Where it was like <laughs> we're not well, procedurals existed, but not ones where there was any like research done into what actual procedure would be. No, it's just sort of like, well, no, they're cops, so they're copping. Yeah. they police. walk
1: around a lot, eat lunch. Yeah. Walk some more, talk to somebody. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah. Steak out. Mm hmm. Talk.
2: Talk, yeah. yeah that's, maybe a gun. Yeah, that's what the police Just do. look at
1: it. Isn't it? Look.
2: Brr. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm so awesome. Mal. Um, so, Ruthless People was a really. <laughs> I dug it when I was a kid, but it's funny. It's one that I don't really think about that often because it's Not so really.
1: 80s. I didn't see it till later. Okay, uh. I just didn't even. I didn't put those things together mm-hmm. till later on in life. Like, oh Christ, I need to see this.
2: Yeah, I had no idea who was behind yeah. it. I just knew that it like the previews for it made it look funny, look funny, and I was like, I as a kid remember thinking, well, what are the kidnappers gonna do? Right, because you get used to at a point where you know. As when we were kids, kidnappers in movies were rarely ever like the dangerous, disgusting pedophiles that they are. No. Our idea of kidnappers in those is, oh, they'll hold her for ransom for a while, and then oh, it'll all work out. They were still basically, on some level, good people with the way that they were produced it portrayed in most yeah. of the media we saw. So it was never, oh my god, they're just going to fucking murder that woman. Right? It was, wow. What are the
1: what are they going to do? <laughs> Yeah, they were yeah. step up from the fucking Hamburglar. Oh, g- age. oh, god, yes, oh yeah,
2: and ruthless people, absolutely first rate though, very enjoyable. And then they got into their real moneymaker, which uh, a lot of people don't know that Police no. Squad, that Naked Gun started out as Police Squad. Yeah, this TV show. So. Yep. I had seen the first Police but squ- the first Naked Gun movie before I got like a tape from. Yeah, uh, same here. From Sound Warehouse, it might have even been Betamax, and watched all of the police squads, and I didn't, I was like, I didn't get it all at first, I kind of did, and a lot of it was hilarious, but some of it was like, how, you know, it was, it was very much modeled after a different type of TV show. Because if you go back and watch like original, pri- uh, not prisoner, original uh, Fugitive mm-hmm. and things like that, they'd always have, you know, Tonight's Story. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, something Wild, Something Hurt. I remember that was the name of an episode of The Fugitive I saw once. And it was all broken up into acts. You'd go, kind of, oh, act one, act two. Mm-hmm. And they would do that on Police Squad, except the name of the episode was always different from what was put up on the screen. It would be like you know something you know tonight 's episode and something wild something hurt would come up, and the announcer would be like you know uh hell hath no fury you know it's just right. a different title I- they'd always have a big deal guest star who would get like killed when like guest starring you know uh, Edie e- 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 Raquel. <laughs> and she gets killed right, right. when they introduce her. How, who was I going for? Steve David Lawrence. And Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet. <laughs> I was going for Edie Gourmet because that was like the kind of shit that you would right. have had on those de- back in those days. And of course, like I could just said Steve Lawrence, but no. You know, this week's guest star, Steve Lawrence, and it begins with him, his dead body being thrown out of a speeding car. Right, and that was the end of their appearance. Um, it was. It was very dead on to those kind of low budget TV, you know, cop TV shows from back in those days. I had
1: already downloaded completely the Naked Gun, the first Naked Gun movie, into my subconscious. Right. uh, Completely before I ever saw anything from uh, Mm -hmm. Police Squad. Yeah. They played them on uh, Comedy Central when Comedy Central was trying to, you know, just build an audience. Uh huh. Uh huh. And they, I don't know how long they played it for a while. I watched a couple of episodes, but just, it didn't have the same. I wanted, like, more of, of Naked Gun, and I didn't kind of get that.
2: Right. Yeah, so. and I and I'd totally get that, because Naked Gun, they'd refined it so much. I remember my mom not liking those movies because I think she found them too crude, oh, well. which mothers do. Um, so she wasn't big in the Naked Gun. I, I
1: don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. Nice beaver. <laughs> I faked every orgasm. <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> I, and as a kid, I don't understand what that means.
1: The, the joy they must have had of all the outtake material, just writing mm-hmm. the Drebin, you know, inner dialogue.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, oh my God. When he lands at the airport and just starts ranting and it's like actually no that this he he comes back expecting the hero's welcome and instead it's this huge thing at the airport to greet weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> so, fanta- so fantastic so fantastic.
1: And a set of breasts that said, Hey, look at me. Look at these. <laughs> yep. She reminded me of my mother, all right. <laughs> there was a whole other thing before that. Oh yeah.
2: Oh, the, the fucking oh. genius of that, and the way Leslie Nielsen was one of those first that really made me realize that there are those actors <laughs> who it's like, no, he's not a good comedic actor. He's just a good actor yeah. with good comic timing. Like, yeah. um... How uh, do you like
1: your meat? How wet and <laughs> hot do you like it? Very hot. Huh? And awfully <laughs> wet.
2: Does <laughs> that series, it's like when you look at Will Arnett in Arrested Development... His character's unaware that he's funny. He's just oh, yeah. very dramatic. Yeah, And I've heard the best... Okay, you, you've watched Arrested, right? Sure. Or at least, okay. They talked about David Cross being in it when they got David Cross cast. Big mm. fans. They show up on the first day for his... For, they do the first shot with him, and he walks over, Hi, Tobias. And he turns around and said, Hello, Michael. And Mitch Hurwitz immediately was like, Oh, my God. That's a kid in a middle school play... Playing an adult, and that when you look at it that way, David Cross plays that character like a twelve-year-old in a fake mustache pretending to be somebody's dad. Yes. in a play, we've both been that guy. Oh yeah, oh have we ever?
1: I am a never
2: nude. <laughs> God, and that shit that from the you know the the weird next times on and things like that, you can see some Zucker isms worked in there because sure, yeah. It's there. You know, I mean, if you look at the just the total way that they fuck things up with the next ons and previous ons on Police Story, it was like, okay, you guys know what you're doing. <laughs> I, and what I loved is they had this way of using pop culture people in a mocking way without it really coming off like they're mocking up. You know, you're throwing Anna Nicole Smith in one of the movies, yep. and where it's just, oh, we can get this mess, do it. Just fucking do it. Put her the fuck in there. It's perfect. It's fine. Yeah, that... Uh, it's weird. I still haven't seen the third Naked Gun. Uh, I don't think naked I Gun, have Naked Gun Two and a Half, The Smell of Fear, yes. I think. And then thirty-three and a third, the final Insult The second one was very funny. The second one was great. And so I didn't have a problem with that one. I just
0: remember hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. God
2: Yes. <laughs> that the fact that if you watch the credits to their shows, there are characters who are just named a single line. Yeah. That you would have that they would have <laughs> said, and hey, it's Enrico Palazzo.
0: Hey. It's Enrico
1: Palazzo! Who is also Francis from Pee Wee yeah. Pig Adventure. Yes. God, that was... F- hey! <laughs> the, 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 the,
2: be- the better part of that to me is almost everyone chanting, Enrico Palazzo, Enrico
0: Palazzo, Palazzo. straight. <laughs> oh, God.
2: And what I loved is what he was calling balls on everything. Is the, the pitch comes like... The pitcher's, the catcher's mitt doesn't move a <laughs> millimeter. Just boom, right down the middle. Ball. <laughs> And hearing everyone getting so pissed off. And that Queen Elizabeth impersonator. Man. That brought, their, like, when Pope John Paul died, there was that actor who looked just like him that would always pop up yeah. in things. It's like, oh, that guy's career is fucked. <laughs> it was sort of like um, after JFK died, Lenny Bruce started off one of his routines with, uh, boy, Vaughn Meter is screwed. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Vaughn Me- Von Meter was this guy who dedicated himself to doing, like, the perfect... JFK impression, right. and it was pretty damn good, yeah. and after JFK died he found, he was like, oh, it'd be too distasteful and disrespectful to the well, you know
0: Oh, that would be me <laughs> I've been swimming in raw sewage I love it
2: That was one of our first gags That was yes. one of our first, and that was the one that we got everyone at the particular It's hard not to sound like we should be going, hmm. everyone at the theater camp that we hey. used to go to hey. I own it because I know what went on there, and anyone who's like, oh, Smile you went okay. to a fruity little fruity theater camp? <laughs> mm,
1: it's good to be the straight guy.
2: Mm-hmm. It genuinely, theater camp. genuinely is. It really is. But I remember Norm. Especially
1: with a lot of free spirit girls. Oh, yeah. I'm independent and free, and I know what I want, and I'm a different kind. Not a, I don't ever see this person again. That's right. That's right. Oh.
2: Except you know, when you get married.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm, I'm a free spirit,
2: I remember, oh, we should totally go back to your room and yeah, sit on the bed and
1: talk about feelings. Smoke a clove. Yeah, I love your poetry.: You have a
2: jarum, ooh, that's ooh. Like Moshe Kesher does that whole bit about uh, part of growing up is just realizing that, that the doors are just kind of a shitty band. And you know, could yes. you think of any human being that, you'd let, that you would just le- let uh, any human being that you would rather corner you at a party less? than Jim Morrison, just some scuzzy guy in no. leather pants and a no. pirate shirt, snake no. dancing and telling you no, about when no. he took masculine the in the desert. Man, you fuck. No. I think, though, that the doors represent two very significant stages of growing up. When you're a white suburban kid, <laughs> mostly a white suburban boy, yes, you feel as though you become a teenager, when you hit the age that you're able to dig the doors. Right. Oh, yeah, because, like, I got my Rolling Stone magazine, this, and I understand Jim Morrison, <laughs> and yeah. And then you've left adolescence Barbaric. when you're like, oh, this pain in the ass. <laughs> yes. Oh, this fucking Now you're dime. a man. Yeah. and that's, so when that's you... a
1: dude in leather pants. Yeah. No shirt on, singing mm-hmm. about snakes.
2: Yep. So. Barbaric. Mm-hmm. It genuinely is. But that was sort of the thing, you know, like at, at theater camp when it was the girl who liked the pixies and smoked oh, jarums. It was like,
1: oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
2: no, let me, come on, just tell me about, uh, you're different than the other girls.
0: Got a copy of Doodle Little in my room. <laughs> <laughs> come on in, I'll sing you a song. Cantor, a el disco.
2: That is beautiful. But yeah,
0: <laughs> sounds good to me.
2: And it's like any young any young female listening to this show. Why I love the yeah. Cure. I love the Cure. Yeah, there are certain basically any variant of the sentences that we're saying <laughs> right now that's spoken to you. That is what is known as teenage game.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that is teenage game. A lot of mad game when I was teenage. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Uh, I really did. Probably because I didn't look like a fucking shaved Sasquatch at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you so. had that floppy hair. I oh I think I'm a girl that floppy hair. hair an exact exactly that haircut. Fuck yes. <laughs> leave the beard, leave obviously, yeah. leave everything else the way it is. Uh-huh. But just that that fucking uh wheel o' cheese The floppador. Floppador. <laughs> yes. Um I want that eighties <laughs> eighties uh BA graduate in uh-huh. in, in in business. <laughs> You know what it was? All the eighties business, business. Yeah. What do you do here? Secret oh, of my success. So what do they do? Business. business.
2: We we're, were in the business, business. Bob, executive. Which yes. way is business? Exactly. Now the question I have is: You had a little bit of like a like it's like a lighter brown. It's, it's, it, was that just the effects of the sun
1: yes. on it? Okay, good. So you didn't. Those are my natural blonde highlights.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I want the, lawn! the lawn!
1: <laughs> Of that haircut. How long? Would now you, would it be uh, all gray?
2: <laughs> How long would Nicole put up with it? Because uh, hold on, I if it's know. all gray, you want to talk about looking like a guy who owns a surfboard store? Hey, yeah, yeah there Woo-hoo!
1: it is. Me and you, Hank, all ha- the way. Hank and Charlie's Super Surfboard <laughs> Emporium and Taco Shack. Yeah, ah, nice. I think I know you, special. <laughs> <laughs> Two vegan tacos and I punch you in the stomach.
0: <laughs> oh, Are you fired up? Fuck yeah, I am. Yeah. It's a
1: great idea. Hell yeah. But
2: <laughs> all of that to say, theater camp.
1: Hashtag can't get Charlie's surf shop. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon.
2: to a oh, yeah. To, a, to a, an alleyway <laughs> <Somewhere>. adjacent <laughs> to a beach somewhere. Mm. Hopefully, adjacent to a beach. Well, maybe not. Who knows? It'll be weird. Coming to a rusty van, a, a, a Ford Econo line van. Yes. <laughs> it's custom colored rust. But yeah, that, I just remember any time a group of us would go somewhere, if someone would overhear another person say the words, what is that? Didn't matter what they were talking about. Could be something on the menu. Could be anything. The only acceptable response was.
0: Oh, that would be me. I've been swimming in raw sewage. I love it.
2: Out of nowhere. Yep. And now I realize something, much akin to your Facebook status of earlier, uh, if I had a time machine, I'd go back and beat my high school self to death.
1: I would, in a uh, professional education sense. Yeah, yeah. And some other things, too.
2: I, um, in general, if nowadays we were to run into a group, like, transplanted all of that a group of the camp people. If you no. were to go, we were going to Jack yep. in the Box, and they no, were in no, front no, no, of no, us in line. No,
1: no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Consider a song like "Slap a full which you mentioned by the group Dove Shack, which touts the virtues of a machine that automatically smacks a wife or girlfriend into line. Barbaric, 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 barbaric. bar-baric. bar-baric. <laughs> From <laughs> hill hill oh, damn! From <laughs>
2: Barbaric. 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 Charlie got his blue jeans Across
3: on.
2: <laughs> oh man! Yeah, no. yeah,
1: absolutely not. And now
2: it's one of those things where I was going to say, imagine like walking into the paper bear. No. no, 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 no. No, even if I'm no. the only one there. Why? Nope. Why would I go no. there? No,
1: nope. no, 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 no. It's not even a full paper bear anymore. It's half a bear. Oh, then what the... You can't go to half a lesbian bear. No. It has to have the one side that has jewelry and mm. tchotchkes from fucking Kurdistan that no one's bought. and They're starting to just oxidize out. Mm-hmm. And then the place with all the wacky cards and the candy.
2: Yeah.
3: Wacky Gardens
1: candy land. That's yeah. a good place you want to be. Right. If you're going to be at the lesbian bear candy and cards or, or the other part where Richie would always
2: be like no these this stone will help with your this and this stone will help with your that and you have to wear them in a bag around your neck <laughs> mm-hmm we I knew a guy who told us to do that hmm wear this mm-hmm. and I did it for like because everyone was doing it camp and it heard. was one of those where it's like oh no this is my little then you got home and it was like leave them shits over here <laughs> We're uh, pretend that shit uh, never, never happened. happened ever yes ever. I'm going to burn a giant... Th- I'm, I'm going to burn sage to clear my essence and... It is. My mom... My mom made me a robe. I'm going to try and summon the devil. Of course you are. Yes. I uh, still th- a Schnitzel. I just remembered your reaction when I first did. My God, I hope he does. Like, why? Because I could just picture the devil going... Did your fucking mom make that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Bart. Poof, and then
2: disappear. Uh did you just sum And of course it would be Glenn Danzig. So he'd have to look down and say, Is yeah. that you,
1: Devil? Is that
2: you? Oh, yeah. look at me. Oh, nice robes from your mom? Okay. <laughs> oh. I, I. Yeah, that
0: Strict 2 on DVD. <laughs> <Box of Frito. laughs> Just,
1: just YouTube, Glenn shopping list. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so fucking good. Classics are classic. Yeah, yeah,
2: for a reason. But yeah, Naked Gun 2 was so big for that first year that we met. Yes. The year that we that we met, it was, it was a big part of all of that. You know, so much of the humor. Can't, and the only line I remember is the raw sewage one. Because <laughs> it was fucking classic. It was a classic for a reason. Classics, classics. So I never saw the third one. I also evidently Ghost is directed by
1: one of them. By Jerry. Yeah, by Jerry. Yeah. Jerry's like, I am gonna make a lot of money,
2: and I am gonna get me an Oscar nomination. So suck it out of this. Yeah, Young goes straight to hell. Um, which is not bad, not bad. Well, he directed Fair Game, the one. Mm. Oh, no, he produced, produced it. Their game. He also
1: produced... Uh, what else did he produce here?
2: Uh, he produced and directed First Night, but that's not the first night I'm thinking of. Oh! oh. My Best Friend's Wedding. Really? Well, there's money first in that. First Night, A Walk Shit. in the Clouds.
1: Wow. Uh, I don't know what unconditional love is. But fuck, it, it doesn't matter. Um, I never finished... Ghost and My Best Friend's Wedding just backed yeah. the fucking truck up.
2: Mm-hmm. I never finished first night because it was watched it in college on an early date with a woman, and we had to talk about feelings I see so as well never never finished
1: it never the finished cleanest it. medieval flick ever oh God yes, yes barbers in the court <laughs> next to the a c <laughs>
2: exactly, which is where they fucking should be. Wait <laughs> a minute, I'm noticing this has to Jerry Zucker, wait a minute. How is one film missing from this list that I know for a fact was directed by one of the Zuckers? I oh, it was directed by David Zucker.
1: Which and would that would be? be Basketball. Oh, yes.
2: If... If yeah. they never made any other movie but Basketball, I could be happy if it wasn't for the importance of the earlier ones. Right. Basketball is so... Perfectly hilarious. It really is. There's no other way to describe it. It was amazing because it was the first time you really saw Trey and Matt because mm-hmm. they, you know, it was like they were doing this while they were making the first season of of South Park. So you didn't see them in a in a bunch of stuff. No, and it came out right at right at the be. It's oh. weird. The beginning of the South Park phenomenon was almost bigger. It was not almost it was so much bigger than any other point when it was in its in its time
1: oh it was huge
2: it was uh, it was weird like
1: I, beyond I, huge that's an understatement of the fucking decade.
2: yeah do you remember when they didn't reveal who kill who cartman's mother was and yeah. they pulled that april fools day joke people were fucking <laughs> angry
1: yeah
2: i mean people were flipping the fuck out about it it, it was it was It was a disproportionate – as disproportionate a response as was humanly possible. Yeah. But basketball. So I was like, okay, wait. So the guys who did Airplane are teamed up with the South Park guys, and they're making a movie about a made-up sport. Okay.
1: I hope this is funny. Yeah. I saw it. Cock beer?
2: Yeah, cock beer. (laughs) I saw it at – oh, you guys haven't changed since high school. (laughs) Cool. No, it isn't. (laughs) Uh cock cock <laughs> uh, I went and saw it at Lakeline Mall and it was one of the ones where even on opening night it was downstairs oh wow in Lakeline, so it was like okay no and the theater was not sold out by a fucking long shot I I broke the chair I was sitting in I I I I was laughing and like rocking back so hard that it, that one of the uh, one of the one of the nuts and bolts in it just came loose and f- so I busted a nut nice. ha ha I loved it so much I went and saw it again the next day.
3: Wow. I was like,
2: fuck, I've got to see this again. I've got to goddamn see this again. Um, It was, I think, some of the only really good use of um, vaccination denier and leader of a cause which has brought – once thought defeated diseases back in mild epidemic forms, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. She was delightful in it. They didn't use her much, but they kind of utilized the weirdness that she had, uh, they, they, that she was cultivating as her personality. Evidently, she's got like a stand-up comedy thing on, on Netflix.
1: Oh, my. Yes. Yes. I believe my lobby could use a good buffing.
2: <laughs> Actually, I totally forgot I was going to do this. I'm going to hit pause for just a second we're back <laughs> i uh what the fuck i just paused this because the way my fucking <laughs> five-year-old hyperactive mind works is i think of a thing and if i don't say something about it right now it vanishes forever there is this video by megadeth called super collider and clarkson and i once upon a time were fans of the band megadeth
3: oh yeah Here's i like, your, their I like the I, early
2: work yes I just pulled this video up because I, like, I just want to watch your expression as you watch it. That is the official fucking video that was on MTV. It tells a story. It, it, yes, it, yes, it does. Yes, it, it does yes. tell a story. Uh, yes. It makes no sense in the realm of Megadeth at all. And that's saying a lot.
1: <coughs> yes.
2: Because...
1: From the same people that brought you, uh... Oh, what's that stupid fucking song?
2: Peace sells, but who's buying... No, that's all right. Hangar 18. <laughs> uh...
1: Psychotron. Psychotron. Okay. Uh, I get it! Biotic.
2: This is the news. You're the news. You're the news. What?
1: I'm going to go to the Republican National Convention and walk around and make fun of them. Now I'm worse than they are. Yeah. I love your, your,
2: your statement of somebody being a Megadeth Republican. Thank you. Where it's just the no fun. Now, I don't know why talking about basketball made me think of this. Hey. It was, I think, something about absurdity. All of that, but
1: beyond all of that, beyond the video, which is just mind-boggling, uh-huh. in it's banality. Yeah, the song is awful. Oh, the
2: song is drivel. Awful. But I'm wondering who exactly is that video aiming for? I
1: don't know. I don't.
2: No because idea. Because nobody who watches, who likes Megadeth,
1: no what one you... that likes Megadeth would like that song. No one that dislikes Megadeth.
2: Would like that song.
1: Like that song or even consider it enough to, to hate.
2: The only Megadeth just, fan oh connected to that at all is the janitor who gave the
0: <laughs> <laughs> look
2: at one point. It's the only thing that's even moderately Megadeth. It is the dumbest goddamn video I've ever seen. I'm going to try and link it on the page. So go to oh filmfugs.com, see if you can see this stupid video that's so bad. It's terrible. It's oh, terrible. Sorry, Super Collider. Yeah, so just wanted to drop that on you guys, you know, in yeah, the midst of I thought Risk was,
1: was a bit off. Uh, Risk? What? Ooh, oh. Band, I mean, the album mm. Risk. Oh, I
2: don't know. I've not been aware of a Megadeth album title since uh, Countdown.
1: That's the last one I know. Yeah. Risk. And uh-huh. it was around the Metallica Load era. <sighs> Named because I believe either Kirk or Lars told Dave that, well, you don't take any risks. I'll show you. Oh, There's a risk, see. It's my Dutch friend. You
0: motherfucker!
2: <laughs> <laughs> man, you kind of you'd feel bad for Mustaine if he'd been, you know, this fucking creep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like on, like they it's c- Captain Orange Julius. <laughs> They, Master of the gingers.
2: They kicked him out of the band because he was a drunken asshole. And his, Metallica
1: kicked yeah. you out of the band because you drank too much. Yeah. It's a lot like Motorhead in the, well, let's just say any time, kicking you out because you're too high. Yeah. On speed. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Yeah. We have much.
2: There's um, uh, Dennis Miller talking about Izzy Stradling getting kicked out of Guns N' Roses, even though Izzy left of his own. <laughs> yes, he did. Um listening to Adler talk about getting kicked out of the band, listening to Adler talk, you're like, I can understand why you got yeah, yeah. kicked out of this band. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I ain't wanted to get my royalties back for appetite for yeah. destruction. What did you write?
1: Hey, well, yeah. I'm uh, glad you got yourself together. Yeah. Chances are he probably wrote more than Sebastian Bach.
2: Oh. It was just t- t- too easy. Yeah.
1: And right there. Sorry, mm-hmm. Sebastian. Yeah. You eight foot tall freak. Yeah,
2: he is weird.
1: It's just weird. However, basketball. Yes. Let's jump. Just get back
2: to that. Yes. This had first off, it is the perfect sports parody movie because it literally hits every single, every aspect of the sports movie that you could parody, it does. You know, the last yes. minute hero coming back, the bad, the good guy become bad guy, become good guy. Yeah. Just all of it. It it has everything that you need. And the game itself. I totally want to go down to those basketball courts there and play fucking basketball <laughs> sometime because I think that would be awesome. You know, get out in the sun for a little bit.
1: All day, son.
2: Yeah, sweat.
1: All day with me, thanks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when you grow your hair back out, it'll yeah bleach right to those, those highlights. I spend
1: every fucking day in the sun. Yeah, so. I
2: hate being outside no. so much. Yeah. I'd <laughs> yeah, have an indoor court. of
1: Ringo spends more time in the sun. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. He's out. VJ.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was, a, a, what was um, a friend of mine, Batan, and I, back mm-hmm. in the day, he moved into this apartment that had an indoor basketball court. And one day we were like, fuck it, let's just, we got a little drunk. We said, let's play basketball. And the basic rules, for those who are unaware, it is a sport that is designed for people who aren't athletic. <laughs> it's basketball played with baseball rules. If you hit a shot from a certain area, it's a single. Certain area, it's a double. Certain area, it's a triple. Certain area, it's a home run. Mm-hmm. And they're set up to where it's like if you hit this single, it's, it, you shoot from one spot. You can't shoot at it again until – we, we did it as a rule until a home run clears it all. Right. I did the most unfucking real thing I've ever done in my life, in my sporting life. Without missing a shot, I hit single, 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 home run. Nice. Single, 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 home run. Single, 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 home run. Wow. Single, 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 home run. So I literally went 16 shots without missing. And it was it was three that were close, but followed by one past the three-point line. It was near mid-court right. that I was putting up, but nailed them. And, and nice. he had a point where he's like, okay, my team's already in the van. They're on their way to the pizza place. We're <laughs> calling the mercy rule. You've whipped my ass too bad. Like, okay, I'm sorry. But um, it, it is, they definitely let Trey and Matt off the chain for a lot of stuff in it. Because you can totally see the Trey and Matt uh, sense of humor in it. <laughs> Fucking sell out. <laughs> the reaction they both like okay, that's a that's a tray and mat. Aw. Oh, 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 but oh, dude. 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 You've got a point. Yeah. <laughs> the making out scene. <laughs> just wow, you guys committed oh to it and just went for it. Shit. Um, but no, the, the fucking sellout was so great because both of them reacted like, did I just say, was that <laughs> out loud? What the fuck? It, it really is. I, very few movies have ever made me laugh as hard as Basketball Day. Yeah. And even to this day, the scene when they think the kid is dead. Oh, why, God, why? <laughs> they're fucking, this kid's turning blue. They're, they're, <laughs> they just go in and destroy a hospital. It was goddamn genius.
1: Because you're a piece of shit.
2: I You're am not bitch. a piece
1: of shit. You're a little bitch. I no, I am
2: not. Oh, fucking Squeak was so fantastic. Oh, Cute oh. little
1: Adam's apple. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, Squeak. I know. I love his, you so. His blood sugar's off the charts, and he smells like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and he smells like Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Two two jokes that aren't funny anymore. No, no. But Jesus. But at the time. At the time that was, ah, that was just. fucking fucking. Uh, perfect timing. Yeah. For it, you know. They they lacked into a certain level of pop culture that they I think they sort of realized were we're not we're not getting past this. I mean, it was the <laughs> mid-90s and they did a goddamn uh uh unsolved mysteries bit. Yes. In it so it's like all right, you guys know where the fucking bread is buttered. <laughs> you are aware of this. We have, and... still
1: have no fucking idea where these guys are.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Robert Stack cursed. Yeah. Yay.
2: He'd be hanging from his neck in the fucking closet. <laughs> Theory number two. He's hanging from his neck in his fucking, fucking closet. closet. <laughs> Just, <sighs>
1: if Bob I were a woman, Gosses. I'd want him
2: to be my boyfriend.
1: It's certainly raining shit on Joe Cooper.
2: <laughs> Don't you want to interview me? No. No. <laughs> Latino cut-up scooter from What's the Difference, <laughs> following recycled crap, and just before, I forget what the other one was, part of our network's Who Gives a Rat's Ass Thursday Night lineup.
1: Yes. Good, good stuff.
2: And Costas nailed it. I just love when was they- was Costas, right? Yeah, it was Costas. Okay. And then they had another guy. It might have even been Joe Buck. I forget who it was. It was the like,
1: other guy from uh, Monday Night Football. Not Monday the, Night Football. What uh, is his name? Ah, uh, um,
2: well, th- there was one where it was a couple of uh, um, uh, oh cameo appearances: Robert Stack, Victoria Silvstedt, Real Big Fish, Dan Patrick. Oh, okay, Pat, Pat
1: O'Brien. Pat O'Brien. That's yeah, the Pat one. O'Bri-
2: Oh god there was a bit where Dan Patrick was going through the 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 season breakdown he's like if they're able to if they're able to beat this then, then they'll they'll win the northwestern degree east D- division east southern and have to compl- and if this team wins it's the most insane flow chart you've ever seen for teams <laughs> if this team wins then that reduces their magic number to 7 <laughs> Like, fuck <laughs> And it just the asinineness of the breakdown of shit in sports that we do, yeah. and it was funny because with that, it was so much more bas- uh, so much more baseball than anything, because baseball's all about the fucking statistical analysis. But you what have, I understand,: Yeah you have great lines, and it, you know Joe Cooper batted for the cycle four times tonight. For those who don't know, that means single, no double, idea. triple and home run. That's the cycle. Okay. So that means that he got 16 hits in one game. Well, that's good. In baseball, you normally don't. Yeah, yeah. You maybe get four at bats in a game, depending on how you do. Mm. Maybe five, six. Who knows? It can be, it can be larger, just depending on on how well your team plays.
1: Yeah, it's all salty and warm.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> fat that's been li- liposuctioned. Was it out of Oprah ass. Marlon, uh, uh, Marlon Brando's ass? ass. Oh, topical Marlon Brando references mm-hmm. at fucking uh, 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 Ernest Borgnine! <laughs> you kids with your Dan Fogelberg records, hula, hula hoop and pong video games.
1: Remember that night, Tijuana? Feels so good It gets my skin. skin. Come on, baby. Oh, oh Borgnine!
2: Why do you want to be in sports, Mister October? The guy from the Chippendales calendar? <laughs> no, that's Dwayne Zackamore. What? I mean, I don't know who that is. <laughs> It's just those little things where you're like, okay, some of this shit, that was a Zucker line, but so much of the shit from that movie is like, yeah, the, Trey and Matt, especially in retrospect. But how cool is that for the for the older guys to be like, yeah, go ahead, throw your own, make your shit work in here. It's fine.
1: It's fine. <clears throat> no problem.
2: Oh, the warts on your dick song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've got to fight Fight
2: I love it. Like uh, They are, Trey and Matt have informed my imitating of almost every metal singer. Oh, yeah. Because they just had that goo. Uh, <laughs> how can I fucking mash these two syllables and stretch them out and make them much longer than they should be? Yes.
0: You've got to fight.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Seriously, if you guys haven't seen Basketball, do yourselves a fucking favor and check that out.
1: It is hilarious.
2: Oh man, what else have these guys done? Let's see, Rat Race, which was a remake of uh, um, what the fuck? It is It was that?
1: funnier than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah,
2: not I, great. It is a remake of Mad 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 Mad, Mad, Mad World, but it
1: was uh, it was okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ending a Mad, Mad 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 World is very unfair. <laughs> it's it's a very yeah. down ending. For such a wackadoo funny movie. Like, oh, so this dude's life is ruined. He's probably going to jail for the remainder of it. And I'm supposed to laugh because the loud lady slipped on a banana peel. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, There's also the Jane Austen's Mafia, which that is one of the... uh, That is Abrams without Zucker. I see. Abrams without Zucker, you get... Hot Shots, Jane Austen's Mafia, things like that, where it's just mm. a little latter-day Mel Brooks. Yeah. You know, a l- yeah. little too a lean little on Dragula that. Dracula
1: dead and loving it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just a touch. The Zuckers will still give you, you know, basketball. Yeah. But they'll also give you a movie I haven't seen, but I'm kind of curious about that, American Carol.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that. I, I <laughs> find it... Difficult to watch films where they have um, the, I'm going to say Republican because it's not right wing uh, view of things. Yeah. Trying to be funny. The Fox News channel, you know the Fox News. Yeah. Them, them. the. Uh, those people, for whatever reason, decided, I don't remember when this was, it was a handful of years ago, they were going to have a half hour comedy show on Fox. Oh. And they would have like you know I think the first episode was Rush Limbaugh as president addressing the nation, but it's not Rush wow. Limbaugh addressing the nation. It's Rush Limbaugh and some writers, okay, with Rush Limbaugh trying to address the nation. That is, and Ann Coulter's the vice president. Uh. If you're gonna if you're gonna go with that kind of humor, you can't hold back uh-huh. at all. You can't put it on fucking Fox. No. Um, and you've got to go for the throat Mm -hmm. and you can't, don't worry how mean you are or whatever. You have to illustrate the absurd by being absurd and go for the throat. Yes. You can't parse it. You can't pull punches. You can't work hit anything. You've got to, you got to go. They didn't. And, oh, sweet Lord. I, I, I find it hard. It's like when modern country wants to have fun. I want to punch myself in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Until I die <laughs> of punching myself in the face. It's so goddamn awful and frustrating and terrible. Yeah. And it's, you know there's some funny stuff somewhere, but they just can't do it. Well, I find
2: any time that the political ideology overrides the comedy And anyway. It's one where it's just sort of like But this one has a on.
1: particular twang.
2: Yeah. Well, because it it's, has it's that so, vibe of older white guys who are scared to the, really be funny happening. In right, it.
1: that's right. There's a you know, it's not an ideology out there, people. It's yeah, uh, republicanism is just a thought cloud. Yeah, just as uh, I want to say democracy, but you know, the democraticism, yeah, Demo- is,
2: Democ- De- De- democraticism.
1: There you go. Is all just a just a cloud of different ideas. Yeah, it's not a, really an ideology. No, uh-uh. and it's it's just gross. Yeah. It's gross. It's not funny. That's the the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. Try to be funny and you're not. Oh, yeah. Fuck who you vote for or not. Uh Or if you vote at all. You're not funny. Fuck this. Well, it's
2: like, I remember trying to watch uh, Canadian Bacon Mm-hmm. Once the the Michael Moore directed comedy, yeah, mm. and it was just one where it's like, yeah, yeah you're you
1: can pronounce the letter O.
2: You're really trying for this, aren't you? You're really reaching, and it's just not your wheelhouse, man.
1: Yeah, you it's know, a, it's okay. Yeah, and
2: I'm not saying you can't be political and be no, funny, yeah, you but can be hilarious,
1: uh, political and, and and political at the same time. Yeah. It's Just in those particular, when you're you come off
2: too much like Bill Maher.
1: Yeah, when you're well, even that, yeah. even Bill Maher. They let him go for it. Yeah. Yes, with that face. Yeah. And by that, I don't you mean...
0: pump, stuck up snot nose, English,
2: giant, not giant, twerp,
0: scumbag, fuck face, dickhead,
2: asshole. It, yeah. It's not what he says, more just the look he has with
1: everything. He looks like a guy who's just making shit up. So, it's safe to say that Sugar is a 21st century's tobacco. Quote. <laughs> wow.
2: First off, you <laughs> know what the 21st century's tobacco is? Tobacco. Yes, indeed. Uh, sugar is any a number of other things, but calm it down, brother. Calm it down.
1: <sighs> that's a big that's a big matzo ball hanging out there, George. Yeah,
2: well, it's that fucking zero-sum game... <laughs>
1: But approach to everything. at least, at least he's allowed to go off uh-huh. and go right for it. Mean or as funny as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, consequences be damned. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, consequences be damned. Yeah. But at least it's going for it. Yeah. That, I, I don't know about American Carol. I saw a lot of, you know, previews and trailers for it when it was yeah. sweeping the nation there for a while trying to uh, get people in the theater. And I think it did a... It, Okay? Question mark? Um, it, I mean, I don't know.
2: It cost twenty million and made seven. Oh, so, so it sucked. Yeah, dick it sucked. Yeah. It uh, has Chris uh, Farley's brother playing. Uh, oh, that's right. Michael Malone. Uh, Kel- okay, here we go. Um, I'm just going to read off the cast.
0: You are the leading asshole in the state.
2: And uh, it, it's and and then I'm going to go off on something in just a second here. We had. Kevin Farley, Kelsey Grammer, Robert Davi, uh, John Voight, James Woods, Leslie Nielsen, Dennis Hopper, Kevin Sorbo, uh, Trace Atkins, David Allen Greer, Gary Coleman, Mary Hart, and Fred Travolina. I don't know who that is. Mm. But here's the only issue that I take with this sort of thing is it's one of those where if it is a serious conservative comedy – no liberal actor is going to do it. No. Yet any conservative actor who's like, well, I don't want to do that because, oh, come on, you have to be open-minded. Right. And that's the issue that I take is it always has to be such a big deal made about it. And anyone who's like, you know, oh, the mainstream media isn't biased, like, here's what I'll say. Stacey Dash came out and, and just said, I'm not voting for Obama. I don't agree. And immediately she was fucking torn apart in every way fucking possible across the board in media outlets all over the place. And it's like she literally expressed an opinion saying, I'm not going to vote the way I'm told I should vote. I'm going to vote the way I want to and what I see is fit. And the fact that a conservative voice coming out of an, Hollywood – get to that kind of reaction. That's something where you should step back and go wow. Oh. Uh, huh. coincidence. Total. Arbaric. Total coincidence.
1: Okay. Has nothing to do with anything.
2: All this shit was going to come out about her anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, yeah, did you see the We totally had that planned.
1: Yeah. You didn't you didn't see? No, not at all.
2: Not at all. Oh dude, and evidently Maybe
1: if you read
2: Yeah, maybe if I read or... some more. And speaking of with that, have you heard there are some folks in Hollywood, some power players who are not pleased with Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz? Yes. Yeah, look into that. That's it, The only issue that I ever take with folks from Hollywood talking about political stuff is that there is this – I'm not saying that I don't think they're that smart. I'm just saying they're not used to pe- – if they're a star, they're not used to people disagreeing with them. So they might not be getting the best advice as to what they're fucking putting out there sometimes.
1: Uh, yeah. My the other th- thing is mm-hmm. the reaction to them yeah. is so by the media, not by just people walking right. around, you know, mm. us commoners say Harvey, Ar- Harvey Ar- Bardem is out of his mind or Sean Penn's full of shit or whatever. Yeah. Whether they are or they aren't doesn't matter. We're mm-hmm. just saying whatever, but. If some, someone from Hollywood says something that Fox News doesn't agree with necessarily, uh-huh. there's this whole thing mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Isn't this just outrageous? What do you think, 4,000 people we ask the same question to over yeah. and over and over again until we get the right answer in our echo chamber? Mm-hmm. It goes both ways, oh, yeah. of oh, course, yeah. but man, it's it's it's... Pretty gross.
2: Yeah, it's it's horrible.
1: Can you believe what Sean Penn said? Yeah, he's a guy. Yeah, that said something. Who and he's gives a kind shit? Of a dick. Well, he's yeah. influencing. He's not influencing shit. Yeah, in the culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I admire his work as an actor. That's it. Yeah. And the kids don't. The fucking kids don't know who Sean Penn is. Yeah. And if even if they did, he's not influencing to do a fucking thing. Nope. Don't worry about it. Stop I, it.
2: I go back to the thing that we have said many times before. My opinion on. What is happening in Gaza right now is I don't know enough about it to right. say anything. So it's, you know, better to keep my mouth shut A lot shut of human be-
1: beings are dying and that sucks. Yeah. That's what I know about it.
2: That's yes. That is what I know. So there. But yeah, this the American Carol was just one where any time that a movie has a very obvious agenda that is anything other than some level of entertainment, it tends to, to push me back, you know, way like
1: it's just start and, you're starting off from a weird spot.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like the, the only documentary that is connected to Michael Moore that I like, that mm. I was like, there's one called Manufacturing Dissent, mm. where it was a Canadian couple was like, we are so tired of people saying bad things about Michael Moore and saying, so we're going to make a documentary that proves them all wrong. And then discovered, oh, fuck. A lot of that criticism is, is justified. Okay. Right. Mm. And not any, not any, oh, see, so you're stupid for a gr-. like, No. No, stop with the zero-sum game bullshit. Yeah. And that's what a movie like this pushes out there is It's like, oh, see, we're, it's us against them. No, don't. Stop yeah. that. That yeah. is... That's the problem. Yeah. That is quite definitively the problem with everything right now is that we are blaming people. The way that I always put it when someone's like, oh, yeah, don't you want to discuss, you know, debate this and this and that? Like, what? why? Congratulations. You shouted him down. What do you fucking win? Oh, nothing? You're just not friends with that person anymore because you don't agree politically? Congratulations. Congratulations. You win. You are the leading asshole (laughs) of this state. (laughs) You win. That's all you you get out of it. You
0: are the Mm. leading asshole in the state. Mm -hmm. So I want you to know that, Trees.
2: Trees, too. Yeah. Fuck them. Oh, the trees. Oh, shit. And tell
0: Mm. them that we love
1: I don't, I don't. I just want to play it.
0: Want them to die. Trees. So I want you to know that trees. Except you, trees.
1: I don't agree with you, and yeah. we're not ever gonna be friends, ever, ever, ever. How do you feel about that?
0: I want to mourn. Too bad.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it always bugs me when people get into that. Like, like my 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 mom posted something on on her web page once that had a uh, on her Facebook that had sort of a conservative thing to it and she has this cousin this is fucking jerk off who wrote this just pontificating like I have many friends I have pared down my friends to just being people that I agree with basically and like and what you post on your site can be visible through mine, so how dare you blah 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 and went off on this whole thing and I, I don't want to stretch like I, I wanna find these emails because they are the most up your own ass fucking I am so smart and blah blah blah. But my mom like then post a thing like you post a lot of stuff on your wall that my friends would find offensive. Sure. Like what about that? Well, I'm, uh, and essentially it was, look, I don't care about your friends. <laughs> I have a group of friends that I don't want to see offended. So I don't think you should post this on your Facebook wall. Mm. And I was just like, I'll get in on this anytime you want, mom.
1: Yeah. I will get no,
2: in on this. No problem. Without hesitation. Good Lord. Yeah. Jerk off. <laughs> and, and again, it's that, dude, it's your politics. Who cares? I have a lot of friends that I don't agree with politically, and do you know how we handle that? Don't talk about politics because yep. there's other things we can talk about. Lots of things. Yeah. Lots I'm of not things. looking to win. No. I don't try and win at friendships. No. So, yeah. That's, again,
1: <sighs> it's I, just gross. That's, that's what all.
2: pisses me off with this movie. I had no interest in it. First off, it didn't look like it would be funny. Second off, it was just too. A1 a yeah. with, yeah. with a star. Doesn't look funny. Yeah. Brr. No, a, you you're can, not fighting
1: shit if you're not funny
2: exactly exactly you know make a movie that at least it, get me to fucking pay attention first no, but, but that's know. not
1: you're not really even trying
2: Mm-mm. no here's you had to what cobble
1: I, together what you could yeah and threw out something mm-hmm. and it made apparently Dick of Impact yeah, yeah. Anyth- anywhere
3: Mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm. and it's, it's very funny because like all the pictures they have of the Michael Moore guy he's holding a big sandwich because he's overweight.
0: This is an alcoholic it's, lager beer. It's <laughs> Oh. Uh,
1: a big sandwich. It's a big sandwich, Clarkson. Well, they had a the sandwich. Can't hold tuba
2: music. Oh, no, Oh, hell no. Without the tuba music, it, just feels, like a it lie. just feels like a lie. And again, I mean, sorry, but you want to talk about a character who's ripe? A pop culture character who's rife for fucking ridicule? Michael Moore? I'm sorry. Any guy who owns multiple houses and has the balls to say to the media, no, I don't think capitalism has benefited me at all. That's a character that needs to be made a lot of fun of. That's a character that needs to have the piss taken out of him (laughs) <laughs> as much as humanly possible. Much like O'Reilly needs to have the piss taken out of him as much as possible. Yes, he does. That's why Colbert does such a good job of it. And I'm wondering what's going to happen with that once he goes over to his new job.
1: That's going to be me. Yeah. You like movies
0: about gladiators.
2: <laughs> but yeah, th- what I like about the, uh, um, the way that the Zucker Brothers did shit up to a point was that they weren't trying to do anything other than just entertain the nice people.
1: They just want to be funny. Yeah, they just want to be funny. Didn't matter. Yeah. And yeah. there was a time where all mattered was being funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it was a sexual joke yeah. or a racially charged joke because somehow it happened to be different, no, really.
3: Uh-huh.
1: I don't want to sound like the giver in some weird dystopian future right. where that makes no sense. Uh-huh. But it just happened to be different. Yeah. That's all. hmm Equal. But yeah, just, just different. different. Yeah. And those jokes were, ha-ha, and right back at you. Mm-hmm. Any which way.
2: I mean, Blazing Saddles could not be made today.
1: No. They would not let Richard Pryor yeah. write that movie.
2: They would not let Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor
1: write that movie. Yeah.
2: It'd just be seen as too offensive. Richard Pryor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Richard Pryor. Richard fucking Pryor. <laughs>
1: Uh, the funniest man that ever walked the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. They would not allow him no to do what he was given by God to do. Yeah, be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Let him do it
2: because it would upset too many people. That's it right. would just be oh well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's it's the sensitivity that's hitting everywhere. You know, like with cards against humanity. Yeah, that I told you about the passable tranny card that got yes. pulled and burnt. I am so embarrassed. Really?
1: You know what I'm embarrassed of? Mm. I'm embarrassed of the card that says, "People sitting around a table playing a card game rather than interacting like humans." Yeah, you're not trying. Yeah. you're not trying on that card. No, you're not. That's not funny. Yeah, at all. You in lost. In fact, I'm going to find that card in my pack and I'm and, taking it out. And you're going to burn it. I'm burn that. burn that. I'm offended. Like, that yeah. it's yeah. not—it's someone's girlfriend.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> or boyfriend. Yeah. See what we have to do now.
2: But no, no. no somebody's That's fucking. Honestly, somebody's got in there. fucking girlfriend. Like, I think
0: this. This would be
2: so funny. And if you want to talk about there. feelings later, put it in there. Did you
1: put did you tell him?
2: Is it you put it in Is okay. it in there? Yeah. Let's go listen to Morrissey.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. But that, that shit, you're looking through, it's like, so all those abortions, Holocaust joke. Yeah. Uh, oh, all that's fine, but you're going to be a bitch about this. Yep. And it goes back to the South Park statement. Congratulations. You are now racist. You are now sexist. You are now anti-Semitic because you have made a fucking line in the sand. I cannot make fun of that, but I can make fun of this. You
1: know what I say to that?
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> See you broad to get that booty. Yak-um. <laughs> Lay it down and smack them. <clears> oh, <throat> <clears throat> <throat> 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 got to be, you know,
2: shit. Yeah, uh, yeah that, and that, I'm sorry, such a brilliant fucking comment on shit. Yep. Right there is fucking fantastic. <sighs> Oh, jive all the time, all that. Uh, there was they actually pulled it out on the on a Cleveland show, which I fucking love. Now I don't know how. the little baby wouldn't take off the Superman costume that he wore to this party, and he was always trying to you know act like Superman. And there's a bit where he pops up as Superman, and they cut to just in the middle of the oh my god this pimp car with a guy
1: say Jim, <laughs> it's a that bad. is a bad outfit. That's right, woo. And it's fucking hilarious. Yeah,
2: But the fact that now if you have a villain in a movie who is, you know, gay, it's, oh, so this is an anti-gay movie. No, it's not.
1: Too many people. Too much to say. And the ability to have it heard.
2: Yeah, I mean, does that mean that every movie with a bad white guy is an anti-white guy movie? (gasps) I know.
1: Is it? Is it possible? But it has a
2: white protagonist, so that...
1: Oh, well then.
3: Yeah
0: to me clearly <laughs> wow
2: I don't know I just there's there's a everyone's become so precious about everything I don't know how to <laughs> yes I don't yes know how have. to fucking roll with it anymore no, no. And, and it just upsets me how, may, like, how difficult would it be for them to get most of these movies made today Kentucky Fried um, Movie, right off the fucking table. No, not chance. even a goddamn conversation for Kentucky Airplane Fried. Airplane would
1: be completely obliterated. Oh, it would
2: be it would be neutered and knocked down to some like pop culture. Oh my God, it's Kim Kardashian.
1: I fucking forget about Top Secret. Oh yeah, yeah. Because vague Nazis, even though mm-hmm. they're not Nazis.
2: Yeah, they but might, oh, come on. Yeah, they might be able to get away with it because it's got Nazis. But you know the fact that the black guy's named Chocolate Moose. Nope. Can't do that. No, that's gasoline. When... Gasoline. <laughs> yeah, gone. Not, nope. not even a possibility. Nope. And it's, you know, I'm sorry. Everyone should be free to be made fun of. It's fun. It's that shit where it's like, if you ain't willing to be made fun of, then you should not be fun. making fun of people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sorry. What well, goes around, and you, you got a little give and fucking take on this, man. That's right. Ah, oh, people suck.
1: So I
0: much. agree. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Singing horse.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just would form. I would love it if... That's why if you look at it, the only political character that I find genuinely funny is the one that kind of is making fun of my beliefs, and that's Ron Swanson. Just because every
1: fucking line he has is so just... Nothing he says is funny. Everything he's saying is the truth. Yes.
2: You and I have very different definitions of the Lord law.
1: <laughs> you know, you
2: and I have very different ideas as to what constitutes a law. law. Oh, God. Yeah, that is my fucking jam right there. Yeah,
1: Ron Swanson, mm. my dad.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it just—I just hate where we are now. Genuinely, the, coming up on this fucking piece of shit at the end of the list. Like, oh, you made the goddamn. Yeah. Oh, it's a conservative Christmas Carol <laughs> No, Mike, No, like, and let's see what the plot of this movie is. Left left-wing activist and filmmaker Michael Malone, a parody of Michael Moore, campaigns to end the celebration of the 4th of July holiday. Uh, Malone holds pronounced very anti-American views and... uh Argues that America's past and present are both offensive and therefore should not be celebrated on the evening of July the 3rd. Malone watches a speech from President JFK and mistakenly interprets the speech to mean avoiding war at any cost. President Kennedy rises out of the television set, corrects Malone, and informs him that he will be visited by three spirits. The following morning, he's visited by George S. Patton, Kelsey Grammer, who shows him an ultimate U.S. where slavery still exists because Abraham Lincoln chose not to fight the Civil War. Shaken but still unmoved, Malone visit by the angel of death. Trace Adkins, yeah, who takes him to future Los Angeles, uh, completely overtaken by radical Islamists. What now? Yes. He is then taken to the ruins of his hometown in Michigan, which has been destroyed by a nuclear bomb planted by Al-Qaeda in a mortuary. Malone learns that he will be killed in this attack, what leaving nothing f- behind but his trademark hat and big ass, facing his death, Malone pleads for his life of the angel, promising to change. However, all is not well after Malone's revelation. For Aziz, a Middle Easterner he had interviewed, is actually a terrorist who will plan a ju- plan to- who will bomb a Fourth of July rally along yeah. with his underlings, uh, Ahmed and Fayed. Who, however, when Fayed and Ahmed learn that they're going to detonate along with blam, the they figure their slim chance of survival by sneaking out. Malone. Wow, this is.
0: Son
1: of
2: a bitch, yeah. we'll
0: have big fun on the motherfucking bayou.
1: Oh, Lord, that sounds awful. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really, yeah. really, really, really bad. Like,
2: how the fuck am I going to watch this? And also, oh, dude, one of the guys, Faye, uh, Ach, um, uh, Mo, the character Mohammed, is actually played by Jeffrey Arend, or as I know him, Mr. Christina Hendricks.
1: Yes. God. Teach that us, master. no
2: kind of sense. Yeah. Don't make no kind of sense. That's just, it's one of those, again, and this is how I feel about most movies that are that overtly political. Work it in in a way that's interesting, you know?
1: Fucking work it into a story that's at least interesting.
2: Yeah. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, fairly political film, but it works. Yeah. You know?
1: Wag the Dog. Mm Mm-hmm. Fairly interesting.
2: Yeah, exactly. But don't, Uh... you know, don't give me fucking executive power. Or murder at 1600 and expect me to be like, oh, thank so goodness. Well, Robert we...
1: Redford, I can never remember the, the candidate.
2: Oh, uh, yes, the candidate. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. Bob Roberts. Yes. At, at least it's funny. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. Yeah. The rest of it, I could give a shit. Yeah. Especially at this age. Oh, hell yeah. You're not changing my mind.
2: Yeah, sorry.
1: Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. It's, all, it's all over. Yeah, it's a cute it's idea. That. We're not going to have a debate right. about it. Yeah. We're not going to exchange ideas. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Let's just worry about what's funny, yeah. shall we?
2: Uh huh. And this ain't it, right? So
1: even when we talk about movies, you don't care about. Most of uh, the time, we don't even talk about movies. Yeah. Hopefully, it's entertaining. About weird hopefully, it's Megadeth videos. Megadeth videos. Um, hopefully, it's funny. There was hopefully some. It's entertaining. Uh, there's
2: some other videos that I was like, we gotta watch these before we roll. I'll try and remember them by last <laughs> week. I've been, I, I, I'm in my last week off, so I've been just drinking and sitting around, nice. just like sucked the diet, Deep into the pool. Yeah, Yeah. I will lose weight later. (laughs) (laughs) I do not give a fuck at this moment. I'm not 340 pounds, so I don't give a fuck. I'm good. I'm not that fat ass.
0: Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! (laughs) That's where you're at
2: right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That area. (laughs) <laughs> I don't did you just say I look like Francis
0: yes <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> 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 fucking bitch how dare you how dare you
2: oh, my, my clothes still fit
1: so Man, I'm good there you go
2: um, I just need to stretch the denim out on a pair of jeans because I left them sitting for six months without wearing them that know. ain't a good idea so I'll get that fixed but I think, uh, have we covered the Zuckers as much as they deserve? What
1: we're saying is, see the early stuff in yeah. basketball. Yes. Basically. And then so. forget,
2: every, forget the scary movies they were involved nope, with. Nope. Forget all that shit. <laughs> you no, don't no, no, need no, no, it, don't want it, don't gotta have it. But what you do gotta have I'll is... spoil Ghost for you. Oh.
1: I still haven't seen it. Patrick Swayze dies.
2: <sighs> Man. It's
1: been a while. I'm not, that's not an asshole movie. Yeah, not at all. It's been a while. But <laughs> so um, I did there? Circle back. Yeah.
2: Baboosh. Yeah, the end is the beginning is the end. We're yes, it... an Ouroboros of a show. <laughs> um, what you need to do is check out our website, the film, www.thefilmthugs.com. Uh, there you can visit one of our sponsors, Amazon on it, T-Fury. Doesn't cost you any more money to use them, but we get a little kickback from them. So it's a good fucking time.
1: Help keep the lights on here Ex- at the Thuggatorium.
2: Exactly. Uh, we also have um, a Twitter and Vine through The Film Thugs. Basically, those are just the... the only, I, I'm too lazy to come up with a new Twitter handle or a new Vine handle, so I just posted those. Clarkson mostly does Clarkson Omicron and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm everywhere. Yeah, Clarkson Amicon, Clarksonian. He's all over everything uh, all the time. Everything. But if you find The Film Thugs, you'll find both of us connected to that. We're also on Facebook. Um... Uh you can email us at 512 uh, at we eat what? Email us out, uh email us at thefilmthugs at gmail dot com. That'll kick it right through to us and we'll be able to, you know, correspond. Or you can send something to thugquestions at gmail.com and that we won't know the question until we're actually answering it on the show. Um also what else? There is uh 512-666-RANT mm-hmm. is our phone number. If you want to call and talk to us, leave a message. It will be part of
1: some funny shit. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, apparently please, that makes please, a difference please. for some fucking reason. Please do that. Yes.
2: And uh, t- t- Facebook emails. and Oh, yeah, V underscore film underscore thugs on Skype. Yes. So see what happens with that. And uh, basically, until next time.
0: This is not El Torbay.